morning, good evening, good night. Yeah. Welcome to the show, what a wonderful delight. Uh. Yeah, Patsy and T Ross, better chop up on the mic. Just sit back, have a laugh, catch a vibe, and enjoy the ride. Yeah. Today's episode is presented by A Game. Whether at home or at work, in the gym or in the classroom, success means giving nothing less than your best. Your peak performance, your A Game. And now there's a beverage designed to help you bring your best when you need it most. A Game is full of essential vitamins, nutrients to keep your body primed for action and provides hydration to boost recovery after you've given your all. Bring your A Game, bring your best, and tell the world, bring it on. Now let's get in to the episode what is up man we are back with another episode um today's a big day in the sports world i mean obviously this will oh. probably come out in the next well the, the fights already have happened but yeah uh, but this well, leading up to it it's a pre-fight yeah the pre-show fight the pre-show fight even though it'll be the, pre, the after the show. show it'll be the pre-fight show that's after the fight show yeah so, so. We're talking who, about it. Who, who, do you, who do you who you take into the fight? So if you guys don't know, we're talking about the UFC 270. Is it 271, 270? Doesn't matter. Yeah. But Francis it's just Naganu versus Sirogan for the heavyweight championship of the world. It's going to be an amazing fight. We also have uh the trilogy between Davidson Figueroa, whatever his name is, and then Brandon Moreno, which is Moreno, going to yep. be absolutely it should be great. It should That's be gonna great. be good. I, I got my money's on Moreno. I don't know. I don't. You think right now? I don't know. He, he kind of dominated. He kind of dominated. Yeah, but that, that was, yeah, but that was just because it was all like on the ground. Shay, he got him to the ground. That was in his wheelhouse. If Figueroa could like stay on his feet, I uh, it could be going to a fourth fight. Um, but no, bro, this heavyweight is is I'm, yeah. I'm waiting. This is what I've been waiting for for so long. Like two talented heavyweights. Yeah, like when, when's the last big? What was the last big UFC was, heavyweight was fight? I don't Francis like... versus Stipe. Yeah, and this that was Francis' first fight since Stipe. His first the title. But, but I'm saying like that was like a big fight, but they're I don't know. I just I didn't mean, see like... I mean, Tui Tua has fought a few times. He's really fun. But those they're, aren't like big though. This Lewis. is like big. No, that Lewis. Yeah, no, this is arguably one of the biggest fights of like all time. And I know for we heavy, say that every fight, but like it, it's just... it does feel like yeah, it does feel like it has that, especially with Francis, like where his he's kind of going. It's like. It's like if he wins, he's he, to the moon. If he, if he wins, loses, it's to the moon. It's like yeah, it's gonna be. If he I loses, like to see it's over. Fight because I don't really know what heavyweight would be next. But uh, yeah, Francis. But who are you super, taking? Super who are you taking? Strong, it? Who are you taking? Game tactical. I'm taking. I'm taking game. Yeah. Gone. I gotta say, gone. His name's gone. gone. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Cyril gone. He's just. He's just his toolbox is just too deep. It's yeah. too deep for for Francis. Francis has a god like Thor like power. Like he'll punch yeah. a hole through your chest. But I mean, we got. I mean, we just that's how all his fights end. And it's easy to say that hey, he's going to do it again. But if he gets somebody that's as tactical, and you got to mind you, Cyril Gan and Francis Ngannou were former teammates. They've had a few camps together where they train, so these guys are familiar with each other. But I just think that with Francis, like he's made. Improvement, yes, but like, I just how much improvement is he going to make to where he's going to be able to deal with everything that gone stone at him? Because oh, yeah. um, he has a lot of power, and uh, the biggest thing too is like he's a big guy. Like all that muscle, you're going to need a lot of oxygen. So we're going to see if he has the tank to go longer than two or three rounds. And if he does get past three rounds, it's like 
it, it could be a new fight for him. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. But Cyril God, he just does, he does it all, man. Muay Thai, stand up, jujitsu. He's a beast, bro. They're both and, beasts. And, 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 that's what I'm saying. They're both 6'4. Francis is 260. Sirogan is two forty five. Yeah, Jack. so it's. I mean, these guys are. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a. I don't even know if it's gonna be a slugfest, but it's gonna be a very entertaining fight. I That's what wait. I'm saying. Like so, like that. That tends to happen with things where um, we build up this hype of like, oh, it's gonna mm-hmm. be a slugfest. But then these guys are also smart and tactical, so it's like, yeah, they, they don't want to get. They don't want yeah, to get hit. Yeah. He doesn't get hit by Express- Francis Ngannou. No, for sure. And did you hear about like that whole thing when Francis? They said they were sparring, and he knocked. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if he knocked out or knocked down Cyril <laughs> Gone with the left leg kick to the oh, head. Yeah. But if that is true, I mean I get it. Who knows? It could have been like a a, a blind leg kick and it just happened to land. But <laughs> that's true. That accident that adds a different characteristic to this fight because now you're gonna know that hey, like there's gonna be some respect behind that power because you know Cyril's like, okay, he got me once, never yeah. again. Speaking of that, know, speaking see. of that, did you said? I think you might have sent me that video of Cyril God kicking his trainer. Oh yeah, and yeah. he's like, ah, yeah, he's yeah, like, kicked him in the leg. Bro. Are you he serious? Kicked. He's like, yeah, no, <laughs> no more he's leg a kicks. Dude. He's a big dude. dude and there was one, I seen another one. I, yeah, <laughs> he, he was like, okay, I'm, I'm hurt, but I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> and then the next time there was four, he kicked him again, and then he fucking said fuck that, and it's kind of trying to like take him to the ground. He was hitting him in the face with the pads and all shit. I was like, yeah, but yeah, two big motherfuckers, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. And got football. Football is this week too. Yeah, actually, it's a, no. uh, it's, a, it's a game tonight. The Niners. There's two right now. The Bengals are about to play the Titans, and then we got the four, the, the uh, Niners, Packers, and then yeah, we also got two games tomorrow. Uh, Buccaneers, your your Buccaneers. Uh, versus the Rams, which I'm terrified for right now. I know everyone's saying the Rams can beat them, and then we they got can. the uh, they absolutely Chiefs, can. I went to Chiefs, the Bills. There's some, there's some Bills. good games. Bills, Bills are gonna win. Josh Allen, Bills I'm Mafia, really, Bills yeah, Mafia. They're, they're different, bro. Their defense is legit. Um, shout out to Rachel Bush. Rachel Bush, yikes! Um, <laughs> do you even know who that but is? No, I don't. Is it Rachel? Bush? No, that's a uh, uh, Poirier or the 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 DB that came out that you know he had the alcohol. He was dealing with uh, he was alcoholic. Did you see all that? Uh, in the Player Tribune. No, no, I didn't. I didn't see none of it. You're gonna have to give me. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. He uh, he came out talking about being he's an alcoholic. Um, mm-hmm. and now he's like been sober. He's he's like the captain of the defense for the Bills, but. Nice. His his girl's name is Rachel Bush, and she's an Instagram model. That's I was just I thought maybe okay, you'd okay. see her around. Um, Rachel Bush. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, <laughs> there's a, the, the other thing I, I want to talk about that I actually had pulled up was uh, did you see what I sent you about the China and the artificial sun? Yeah, the arc reactor. Yeah, yeah. I just said I just said it to you again. It's crazy. If if you if you guys haven't heard, seen this, if you're listening or watching, go check it out. It's they've made an artificial sun that's five times more powerful than the real sun. Like I get it, there's a lot of people in China, but do they need that much sun? Like what was it? What was the just to see that they could do it? Like dude, or, it's crazy though. Look what at was it. the reason behind it though? I don't know. I, I like they, yeah, they like, just they just said, hey, tune in tomorrow at five o'clock while we launch our new artificial sun. Don't miss it. And then everybody just shows up or like. I just don't know. It maintained a temperature of 158 million degrees Fahrenheit uh, for a thousand seconds. It was a trillion dollars. What is China trying to do? They're trying to send that bitch to our front door. Get that <laughs> shit 
fucking airbound and fucking launch it with a slingshot. It's gonna land right in Texas and everything's gonna blow up here. I hope Dude, not. But that this video is insane. Like it's it doesn't, it, like how, where are you launching it from? Yeah, what is that? Uh, how, how do you get it into the air? It's not. It can't be just like. It's funny because we got this going on in China. And then North Korea, Kim Jong Un's can't even launch a missile like thirty miles, and they're still trying to figure out how to launch a missile that are landing in the ocean. Like <laughs> they got a sun over here. They are a whole separate sun. Like, but for a thousand seconds, would you? What we need more information. We need a science. We need somebody from Chinese government to come over here and explain to us what they're doing. Everything. Yeah. What's what's happening over there? Because we're not getting it. Like two uh, yeah. at one time like come on bro let's, yeah what, let's what's, roll, what's going on are they are they building their own dome over there i don't know are they gonna have an artificial sun inside of a dome are they gonna put a dome all over all of china and then put the sun in there like we don't need anything else from the outside world we are self-sufficient <laughs> we got clouds they can make clouds yeah. they got everything the wall there. didn't work throw the dome <laughs> up put the sun up and we'll live for a thousand years oh man well that's crazy but let's uh we'll hop into this interview with jake uh from uh offense or from the equipment manager for Orlando Magic. He's awesome. You guys will enjoy it. And uh we will see you guys later. Yes, sir. Peace. All right, let's welcome to the show. We have Jacob Diamond on from the Orlando Magic. Takes care of Terrence, I guess. That's what I hear from uh Terrence. Is is this true? Is is Terrence a hassle though? He's uh he's one of the most high maintenance people I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. From day one, baby. Yeah. Day one, it yeah, was man. Crazy. Me, and, me and Jake got to kind of like the magic at the same time. You were telling what you were oh, saying, really? that, yeah, like, yeah, just about. Um, so you got traded there during 16 17, I think, yeah, 17, like, February, yeah, I yeah. I started fall of 17, so my first mm. year with the magic was 2017 18. I see we got a cat in the background. Oh, my hey, it's so gross. It's a, it <laughs> a, a stray that ended up on his no, 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 door, and then he took it in, and it's. It's yeah, so it's weird. A family cat. It's so, so weird. Um, so how? So you were? So you were? You came in the same time Terrence came in, or you were there that the start of that season, right? I I came in. Terrence was there a half a season before me. You came oh, in at the oh, trade okay. deadline the season oh, before okay. I started. Okay. Yeah, I started the fall after. And before this, <clears throat> you were the equipment manager with who? So I was I was an assistant with the Miami Heat for three years. Okay. Um. Originally, though, my start in sports was with baseball. Uh, I worked for the Marlins from when I was 16 years old and spent 11 years there. Um, Got in at an early age, just paid my dues in baseball, and then eventually started wanting to get into basketball. So so I reached out to the, the Heat. Uh, it was actually right after LeBron left, so I guess there oh, was wow. uh, there was a few openings there, um, <laughs> and uh, so I got in at the right time. And the equipment manager for the Heat kind of took me under his wing, and um, he put me in the visitors' locker room, taking care of the visiting teams, which kind of allowed me to network, meet people, and um, and the rest was history. That's crazy. Yeah, so, so you said at sixteen. Like 16. Like, yeah, like so what Jake what, is one of the biggest sports fans I know, bro. Like literally <laughs> that's, he's, that's he's actually, a diehard. I mean, bro, you, you're a diehard my okay, maybe okay, sports fan, but you were diehard Miami I'm, kid. Like, I'm like a I'm a I'm a uh like maybe a sports lifer in the making. <laughs> I got a I got a while to go before I get that tag, but I grew up in Miami um growing up big baseball fan big miami dolphins fan to this day 
Uh, that's where that's don't laugh. That's where my my <laughs> ultimate fandom passion is is with the Miami Dolphins. Fins up. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I um, I got in when I was in high school with the Marlins. Um, I I used to go to to Marlins games as a kid. And then when I was like 13, 14 years old, I used to see the ball boy on the field warming up in right field with Miguel Cabrera in between innings. <laughs> and I'd be at the games with my dad and I'd look at him and I'd be like, dad, I, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to be on the field. I want to put on yeah. the uniform. So, um, so I went to a spring training game on like my 14th birthday and I'm standing outside the player's parking lot, like leaned up against the fence. And I see the owner of the Marlins walking by. And I shout to him, I said, hey, Mr. Loria, how do I become a bat boy? And he turns over his shoulder, he looks at me and he says, contact John Silverman, who was the equipment manager for the Marlins, who still is to this day. Wow. So he gave me a name, um, I contacted the team, they said, you have to be 16 to work here. So uh, I wait another year or two years, contact the team again, tell them the story of what I did that day. Mm -hmm. And I guess they were looking for a bat boy at the time. Wow. And so they got back to me. They gave me an interview. I actually went to the interview. I drove to the interview with my driver's permit. I didn't have my license yet. I was still 15. <laughs> and my parents couldn't take me. The only person that could sit in the passenger passenger seat and go with me was my grandpa. Nice. So I, I went to the interview. Yeah, took him to the interview. Um, and um, they hired me. Yeah, like right before I turned 16. Wow. And um, yeah, just kind of worked my way up um, from bat boy to clubhouse attendant, um, just grew up in the clubhouse. Um, that was my life. That was, you know, so I, a lot of a lot of chewing sunflower seeds and some gum, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> all, you know, all the good like clubhouse pastimes. Um, yeah, it was fun. All right. So when you were at the Marlins, who were some of the bigger names that you got to see in the clubhouse? So my first year was was 2007. It was the last year of Miguel Cabrera and Dontrell wow. Willis. Oh, Dontrell. Um, yeah, Dontrell is great. We still keep in touch. Um, oh. At, at the end of that season, uh, they get traded to Detroit. And, um, and so, like, the next few years, I, I don't know if, you know, the names that would kind of pop, like, pop into my head, you recognize them just because we yeah. were a small market team but um we had a lot of people come through there i mean towards the end towards the end of my time there like the marlins had we had some better pitching i think we would have like contended i mean we had yeah. great players like john carlos stanton saw him come mm -hmm. up as a rookie Crazy. christian yelich both both guys we drafted um jose fernandez rest in peace mm -hmm. um you even had as our hitting coach one year barry bonds Bro, um, Barry. <laughs> yeah, we had we had Barry Bonds one year as a hitting coach, um, and we had Ichiro Suzuki for three years, three That's or four years. Dope. We had Ichiro, um, two of the best hitters. I mean, obviously, ever in baseball. Yeah, like, and you were telling me, and you were telling me that you even went to Japan with Ichiro. Yeah, so um, so we actually, I say we, myself, and a couple of my best friends who I worked in the clubhouse with. Uh, we kind of just made a connection with Ichiro and his interpreter and Ichiro spoke fluent English. I mean, he spoke fluent Spanish too. Like the guy is insane. Wow. Um, 
But we just formed a connection with Ichiro, with his interpreter, and they kind of just said, hey, you guys want to come out in the off season, come out to Japan, spend a few days with us. Um, so we actually did that two years in a row where we just flew out, um, met up with him in, in, uh, in Kobe, um, which is kind of close to Osaka. Spent a few days like going to basically he, all off season. He works out at the stadium he used to play at. We go and like you know run the field with him, hit batting practice, throw some baseballs around, warm up with it, like just work out with him, and then have dinner with him. We did that for a few nights, and then like the rest of the trip was just us kind of touring Japan. We spent like ten days there, hopped on a bullet train, went city to city. Wow. So so someone like him. So I'm I'm from Seattle. I'm a was a big Mariners fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like being around someone like that, that's obviously like one of the greatest hitters. Is it just like it, it must have just been surreal to watch him like just do these workouts and like hit the ball? Like he, that guy did yeah. not miss. He just he, he made contact all the time. Like it's just it's he crazy. did, and and he's still like he's still playing to this day. I mean, he's back in Japan. I think he splits time between Japan and Seattle. Um, but I don't I don't know how long his major league baseball career was. Um. Right. Like 20, 20 years. 20 years. So, right? Yeah. 22 so, years, 23 years. Yeah. Now. So um, even, you know, at the end of his career, um, when he was with us, his, he was just a machine every day, uh, creature of habit, like same yeah. routine every day. Um, never lifted weights, like never lifted weights his entire career. His his workouts were um, basically Stretching. like stretching like yeah, we used that's to watch it. him stretch we used to watch him stretch like I'd go to the game. <laughs> yeah, go yeah. The game early and i just we see each row doing all these different stretches and people would make fun of him and like that's like the lows commercials that we had out in seattle where Dude, that was, that's the key that's probably the key to when, everything when we signed him when we signed him like there was like a group of like a half a dozen Japanese guys that came over from japan <laughs> and they were just in town to receive his workout equipment so like there was a section of our weight room that was just designated for each row. And if you walked wow. in here, it was just all like Pilates machines. So like before <laughs> the game, he'd come in, he'd do his stretching, and then he'd just be doing like like this stuff right here. Like that was his like yeah. stuff like that. Um every day. And yeah, and just like uh, but the guy could hit like nobody else, uh throw harder than no one else. Like if if you look at yeah. highlight videos of him making throws from right Can't field, run. yeah. Just unbelievable the goat. Give, uh give us a give us a little story about barry bonds then obviously if you're around barry bonds, um, give, us, give us a good one of barry so i don't really have like a good story about barry um he was he was kind of in his own world as you would expect um yeah, yeah i expected that i expected <laughs> like that. Ex- spring training this is the honestly this is the only thing that like pops out in my head was like he was just super concerned about the way that we hung items in his locker, like the way a t-shirt was hung, the way the, oh the hanger like pointed to the right instead of the left. What? Um, oh, Barry. And uh, he threw, he like might've thrown a fit here and there about that at the beginning. And then other than that, like our interactions were pretty minimal. He was just kind of there. It was kind of strange that he was there. I think it was strange for him too. Um, yeah. But uh, a, and he was a hitting coach. He was a hitting coach, um, but it was funny. Like he didn't, he didn't love like being in the cage all day. Like, yeah, I think yeah. I think he wanted to. I, I guess maybe like kind of revitalize his career a little bit. He oh, wow. he he's no he. I shouldn't speak badly about him. He wanted to work with the players. I just don't mm-hmm. think he knew what he was getting into as a coach. 
Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, That's like yeah. Gerald Green. Gerald Green did the same thing. He was coaching for a little bit. It was like, fuck this. I'm going back to G. I'm trying to make one. <laughs> yeah, well, you, I get you, it. I you, get it. Yeah. You're used to what, what you like what do you for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Sure. Okay. So how long? And so you said you were doing that from 07 to like what? Pretty much 16. Just uh, 07 to 2017. Um, so it was 11 seasons. Um, spring, spring training, two months, you know, living in Jupiter, Florida, sleeping on couches and, and, uh, working like 15 hour days with like, you think training camp, like, I don't think anybody thinks training camp's really that tough in the NBA, but, but, uh, training camp in baseball, spring training is two months you have, um, and I'm speaking on behalf of of equipment guys, like pitchers, they're, they're out at noon playing golf. Yeah, equipment guys. <laughs> equipment guys are there yeah. from like Valentine's Day to the end of um, to the end of March. Like maybe two, three off days over the course of that time, and um, just all day, like seven a.m. to before you start cutting guys because you open camp with like eighty players. Jeez. Eventually, you, eventually you narrow that down to twenty-five. But you're that I many. You're there all day. So I spent eleven years. Um, we were. We used to play at the stadium where the Dolphins play, so mm-hmm. I, I experienced the transition to the new stadium. Um, basically, the year um, the year I left when I got the job with Orlando um, was the year that the team was sold to Derek Jeter. So the day I oh, left, yeah. my la- my last day on the job, Derek Jeter came in for his press conference. Wow! So it was kind of like a like a perfect perfect ending, honestly, yeah. just to like be walking out the door and. And at the end of that season, um, they kind of started trading everybody. Stanton, Yelich, Real Muto, like yeah. kind of like made a lot of changes. So it was, it was kind of like the right time to, to yeah. step out. What um? Uh, so you said you, you worked in like the opposing uh, clubhouse as well. I only worked in the home clubhouse. Oh. I was a oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. uh, I was a visiting locker room guy for the Heat, but during my oh, 11, yeah. 11 years with the Marlins, I was just in the home clubhouse. So what what do you have anything else like uh, as your time at the uh, Marlins where any crazy interactions with athletes or uh, baseball wait, players? Wait 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 were you there when when John got hit in the face with the ball? Oh yeah yeah yeah. So that was that happened on the road um, uh, in Milwaukee. I didn't travel with the team, oh, okay, um, okay, okay. but but um, but I remember that night when the team came back and we opened up all the dirty laundry to to wash it. There was this Ooh, bloody jersey. Oh, um, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were, uh, that was, that was an interesting time. Um, Jeez. yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something else at that, that time period, but it was, it was an interesting like transition through the years. Um, kind of like going through my high school years there through my college yeah. years there, mm-hmm. like sleeping in the clubhouse, getting up and, <laughs> and like sometimes driving straight from the stadium to high school, like depending on late wow. night after a, after a uh, like rain delays and stuff through the night, you'd yeah. end a baseball game at two in the morning. Water, maybe not that late, but you'd be washing laundry all night. Drive straight, I, straight to school. I ask you this all the time. I'm like, what's the latest you you've gotten, or what's the earliest you've gotten to the stadium and then left? And you were telling me like, yeah, bro, it was like a couple nights out. I just stayed. I just stayed in yeah. the Oh yeah, we, like we back to sleep, backs, I think. We used to uh, we used to sleep in the clubhouse. Like the guys that still work there, if it's like a a night game on a Saturday night, day game on a Sunday, you might as well just sleep in the clubhouse because you're going to be there working all night. 
Is the club um, nice though? At least, at least you get like a nice yeah. couch, right? Oh, yeah, Maybe yeah. Table. What do they got? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, nice, comfortable couches. Um, Popcorns. Popcorn. All, got all the all the food you want. Gatorade. Uh, protein yeah. shake. Uh, <laughs> you guys are like trying to leave. Hop, hop in the uh, no, it's like big, fantasy camp. Um, big league chew. You get the big hop, league. Hop in the uh, hop in the jacuzzi. Hop in the the cold tub. <laughs> little little contrast. So working with the magic, you don't like. I know because I, I noticed being around for so long, I noticed that you guys are there very early and you guys are there very late. I don't know as late as baseball, but like I know there's some nights, bro, where I'm always asking you, like, Jake, what time you get to the arena? And you'd be like, Oh, I got here at like noon. I was like, Okay, what time you need? Like, you're like, Ah, maybe 11 or midnight. I'm just like, Dog. Yeah. It, and uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's a long day, but honestly, like what you experience in baseball as an equipment guy. I don't think, yeah. I, yeah, like basketball, I mean, we, we, we put in long hours, especially on the road when you're going like yeah. city to city, you might have a game, you know, in New York and then you're traveling to Chicago right after mm-hmm. the game. So you're there, you, you know, you know, you're doing your prep all, all morning, getting to the arena, setting up at Madison Square Garden before the team gets there, you do the game, you load up, you know, load up the plane, get to the next city, sometimes take the after you drop off the luggage at the hotel take the equipment straight to the arena go set up in that locker room so i think yeah, there's probably tough. later nights on the road long days at home mm-hmm. what uh yeah because it sucks bro because even i'm telling you like i you but i'll text you when i usually land like like from a trip and you'd be like because this is a time difference between me and steven he's he's in washington now i'm out here in florida so like if we land at like two it's usually like 11, so he's yeah. sometimes up. So he'll sometimes like hit me, and I'm like, yeah, bro. Like it's 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 for you. Sometimes it's one o'clock in the morning for me it's four, and I'm like, yeah, I'm still up. I just got to the house, yeah. and I know yeah. that if I'm up at four, then Jake right. is probably like halfway to the arena, and then <laughs> probably dropping stuff off, and then going home like every well, single night. I'm just like, the, the thing I'm with can you do it? The thing with playing, play, like if you're working for Orlando or Miami or really like a lot of East coast teams, um, you just get in late, super late because, um, because you're always losing, you know, two, three hours when you're coming from the West and, um, or even when you come from the East, I mean, they're, they're long flights being in Florida. So us in Miami, and of course, I mean, Portland gains time, they have long flights, but like us in Miami, we have, we have the latest arrivals. We don't really have arrivals before 2 a.m. Like, yeah, I feel like, like barely. Yeah. That's, and you know, it's so funny. Cause like now that I'm, I'm realizing that's why that's probably why we have so many off days is because I know there's a rule. If you land in a city past 2 AM, then you can't do anything the next day. So like for us, we've had probably the, is this probably the hardest traveling season you've had? Because we're yeah. literally gone like all it's, the time. It's like a long time we've been here so far. Yeah. I saw, I saw a stat the other day. It was like 27 of, and I might be wrong on this. But it was like 27 of the first like 44 games of the season we played on the road, yeah. um, which I think they said like dating back to 1970 something. It's like the most the most road games to start the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, in like 40 plus years, I guess 50 years. And I and I know that like bro, I, I thought before I heard that stat, like I thought that maybe it was just all in my head that we were traveling. No, too yeah. Much. Yeah. But now that I'm realizing, it's like, okay, this this really isn't normal. Like, yeah, yeah, you realize, normal. yeah. Once you hear that stat, you're like, okay, this makes sense. This is like, yeah, this is why sure. I I don't remember where anything is in my house, and like, yeah, for sure, I get home, for my sure. wife's like, 
where have you been? And my son's looking at me like, where have you been? Yeah, I'm looking at him like, where did where did that hair come from? Like, <laughs> yeah. how, why are you bigger now? And especially because Jake has a newborn. So like he's, how old Ooh. is your son now? He's actually nine months, nine, nine months, months today. Ooh. Yeah. So between yeah. like from Those ages like zero to like three, they change <laughs> so much. So even being gone for like four or five days, you're going to know oh, yeah. so much more. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing. Even my kids are like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Out a lot, and I'm not even realizing we were, how much time. Yeah, we were. Uh, we were. I was gone two weeks for summer league in Vegas, and I came home, and he had a full head of hair. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, awesome. it's crazy. I got. I got a question. I got a question yeah. though about a. Okay, so you've worked with baseball players, you've worked with basketball players. What talk to me about the different aspects and like who's better to work with, baseball players or basketball players? Like who's who's more um, high So. I used to think basketball players were going to be more high maintenance because they didn't <laughs> because they didn't have like the um, the minor league system to grind through to get to the major oh, league. They're, hand- they're just handed everything. Is that what you're saying? You're saying yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Because people have been telling Terrence he's the best since he was <laughs> 10 years old. Uh, hey, no, we I, were, we were, we were, we were telling him he's good. I, yeah. yeah, I know. Well, he was. Um, <laughs> no. But, uh, but like, I feel like I've worked with more high maintenance guys in baseball than I have in basketball thus far. Maybe, maybe I just, I've been lucky with like working with easygoing people. Like I'm trying to think of the, the last few years, the guys that we've had in our locker room, the most high maintenance guys really weren't really that high maintenance and yeah, the things that they that. might've been, Yeah, they were, it was maybe like little things, but I personally, like I'm super like anal and like OCD about a lot of stuff that like, Maybe I just don't notice the high maintenance because I'm like yeah, yeah. high maintenance with what I do. Oh, yeah. Honestly, Wait. bro, you're you're not like because I've had Sid. Sid is like he was super chill and he already knew he's like, yeah, I'm not doing this for too much longer. But when I was in Toronto, we had uh, we had our equipment manager. His name was Paulie uh, or Paul yeah. Elliott. Like that's my guy. I love Paul. Yeah. My first two years, I was like so afraid to ask Paul for anything because like first of all, he just <laughs> has that face where he just like has that natural like just not frown to him, but he just has like that scowl to him where he's just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh God, I don't want to ask him for like an extra arm sleeve. And I just, I'll never forget like one of the times he, I think a player had asked <laughs> him like sleeve. for some, yeah, they had asked him for like an arm sleeve or like some shoes or something. Uh-huh. He got so mad because I guess he had just gave this guy shoes like the day before or something, the day before the guy <laughs> losing it. So like ever since then, bro, like, yeah, like I, I was always trying to like be like super easy going. I was like, I'm not going to ask for much because like even now, like, when I ask you for sleeves, this is the most sleeves I've ever asked for in my life. Like I would have mm-hmm. sleeves yeah. for months with Paulie because they'd be bloodied up and everything. And I'm just like, okay, Paulie, <laughs> beat the fuck up. I need some new ones. He'd be like, oh, yeah. no but it's oh, cool. yeah. like, but the best person to have the relationship on the team is usually the equipment guy because you guys see everything, you hear everything, everybody's yeah. coming for all types of things. And that's yeah. why I think I was so close to Sid, because Sid mm-hmm. he has the best stories and he's been here since like yeah. Shaq. But I yeah. was like, the guy we need to get on our podcast is Jake. He, he's seen <laughs> well, it all. I, pre- I appreciate it. Yeah, Do the thing make- with the – I was just going to say, the thing with, like, equipment guys when it comes to, like, players asking for stuff, at the end of the day, I think as long as the athlete is just cool with the equipment guy and, like, yeah. isn't, like, a huge pain in the ass, not in, like, being needy, but just, like, just yeah. be, cool with, be cool with us and we're going to, like, we'll take care of you, we'll run through a wall for you, yeah, whatever you need. No, because I'm not going to lie. I've seen guys on other teams that are just, like, super high maintenance, and they just kind of have, like, that 
not the not the arrogance, but you know, just had like the, they just carry themselves a different way where they just they know that yeah. they're an NBA basketball player, so they're gonna act accordingly sometimes. So it's just like uh, guys like that give me bad vibes. And the one thing what? I hate too is dirty guys. I do not like dirty guys. Like like messy, like messy. Yes, like guys yeah. move their fucking shoes around, jerseys oh, off. Yeah. Like it's oh yeah, fucking awful. Even now, we have a really bad problem with like how fast guys go to get out of their jersey to get showered, to get on the bus. Cause like, it's so the one question I ask Jake and Sid every single time I walk into the arena is how long is this flight coming up? And depending I on make that, a t-shirt. Yes. We're gonna, we need I'm, I'm going to make a t-shirt flight? with T Ross's silhouette and beneath it, it's going to say, Hey Sid, how long's the flight? Bro. I, that's the first thing I ask every time. Cause that will let me know if I need to actually get on some of these younger dudes. Cause like, we have guys that sit in their entire uniform for up to 30 minutes after the game, just on their phone, shoes I, uh, like still laced, and I fucking yeah. hate it. <laughs> if, we're going, if we're going city to city, like, I'm more so, like, rushing the guys. Not rushing, but, like, hey, like, yeah. let's go. Come on. We, we got to go. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, yeah. well, that's why, that's why you need a veteran voice like yourself in the locker room, kind of push these guys along. Savvy vet. But we have uh, yeah. young guys from we're a completely, completely outnumbered. And I mean outnumbered, I mean hey. outnumbered. Like, hey, how many how many years you got in the league now? Ten. That's all you gotta tell them. <laughs> I wish, bro. I wish. There's just too many of them. There's too many young boys on this team and they just don't know what they don't know. Yeah. You, you don't have to say any names, but how many like have you had guys in obviously your career that are just like have really been a pain to to work with that are just super like needy like that um maybe maybe a few honestly like kind of what terrence said like the one thing that drives him nuts that drives me nuts is like guys who are just like messy and just leave stuff all over the gym like mm-hmm. leaving basketballs on the like shooting a basketball it bounces and off the rim and goes to the other end of the court and then they don't go and pick it up and put it back on the rack <laughs> I fucking like that, I that drives I me nuts um or just yeah just picking up after people like i just if you're at home like do you just leave stuff all over your house like stuff like pissed, that like, yeah. Yeah. yeah and i and on it like i'll say something to the guy i'm not going to be like an ass about it but i'll like yeah man man to man like hey man like just hey. just be cool with me like don't disrespect don't don't yeah don't disrespect the entire operation there's more going on than whatever it is you're up to the three things i hate the most is when (laughs) three of guys leave their shoe in the like in the center of like the room yep i hate it when guys leave showers on and then i (laughs) hate when guys leave their washcloths like hanging on shit yeah Yes. There's a place for everything. There's a basket for the washcloths. There's a yeah, rack bags. for the basketballs. Yeah. Um credited for that terminology. Honestly, I thought I thought when we put up the partitions in the locker room for, for like COVID, I thought that was gonna contain people's messes, but oh. instead it's just pushed the mess to the middle of the locker room. Yeah, so like in our locker room, we have like stalls pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah. clear yeah. and all the way through. And it's and like yeah, you get a, a little less space because everything's a little tighter. But now instead of things just being like in your immediate vicinity, like everything kind of even me, like it kind of everything kind of gets pushed out into like the center of where everybody is, and it's on. Like I trip over shoes every day, <laughs> every fucking day. But Terrence, I think you'd yeah. be a great equipment manager, bro. Honestly, 
if it wasn't for the late nights and long days, <laughs> I would I would not because I I'm always hanging out with you guys in there. I'm always yeah. Just, time to kill. I'm probably in the. I think next <laughs> next road trip you need to hop in the truck when we land, and I think you need to help unload the plane, and then help, and then set up the set up the locker room at the arena with me. No, I'm well, kidding. I, 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 I don't. I, I, don't I, I will 100 help after the plane, but before shit, no, 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 no. I, I'm I kidding. I gotta, last thing, last thing I need you to do is is I know I know you're you're like getting up there in age. I don't want you to lift the trunk and like yeah, tweak yeah. something and oh yeah. and and then you know what happens, Jacob. He gone. No, Orlando, we'll Orlando on Magic we'll stood. Cody. Cody's the yeah. assistant, and we'll just say Cody, <laughs> Cody's around. We'll throw it on him. All right, yeah. I, I got one more question. What is the craziest request you've gotten? Just like Crazy. there's 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 had to be something wild where some guys like I don't even know. Wait. Um, Jalen doesn't wear tights. Wait, Jalen wears his own underwear and shorts every game. That's wait, not a request. What? That's not a request. That's it's just a crazy. A request, that's just that's a crazy, crazy. statement. It's but crazy wait, Terrence <laughs> just, just so throwing Jaylen, people under the bus. So Jalen, okay, I'm mean, gonna really get... hear this. This needs to stop. <laughs> he doesn't he wears wear PSD underwear. Yeah. like the, the underwear that I wear. They're supportive. I, he, I think it's just a, <laughs> a comfort thing. Maybe it's, I mean it's probably better quality than like the Nike tights. Oh, probably dude. softer. I remember guys used to Absolutely. wear boxers and hoop. I'm like, bro, you're out of your mind. Dude, there's a couple guys. Yeah, Wes. Wes Wonder was a big boxer. Dude, I yeah. You're out of your mind. It's crazy. There's a couple guys who wear like uh, like boxer material That's crazy that I've had me. that'll do That's that. Crazy to me. Yeah, but, uh, doesn't, doesn't sound good. Um, any crazy quests or like any situations that you've been in as equipment manager that you never thought you would you. you would like be in? Um, I don't know. Like someone shit their shorts or something. You're like, Jesus. That yes. that's how I, I yes. won't I'm not gonna say won't, I'm not gonna won't say name that. names. Yeah, that is that has happened. Wait, um, have you been a part of it? Or you you were there, Terrence? I heard about it. You, okay, so you were probably, I'm sure you were you were probably there. I'm sure was, you were definitely there. there. <laughs> you were definitely there. Um. So yeah. So when 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 this this is still not the request the request story whatever. But yeah, speaking on that subject, when you wear white uniforms and you wear white tights. You better take a shower. You better make sure yeah. you're clean. Uh, At the end of the day, like those tights, they're not forgiving. They're not. So, uh, yeah. They're, they're white tights and they stain almost immediately. Okay. Well, they're, 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 dirty, they're, okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's it. But I'm talking about someone actually. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've had like that. Yeah. Like, like how they allegedly yeah. say Paul Pierce did. You know, what I'm yeah, like, yeah. Paul yeah. had to take a shit, and he was immobilized from the <laughs> fucking turd moving through his fucking lower intestines. <laughs> and he fucking felt what was happening. He was like, "I'm hurt," and then he took a uh, shit. And he was like, I'm good. "Give me the ball." But no, yeah, yes, we, trust me, I remember that day. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm not um, gonna say what type of yeah. But I remember. Yeah, don't even mention the year or day or when it was. But yeah, that's yeah. Was that's there, was that's there jokes to be thing. cracked or what was going on? Oh no, um, I got jokes on this. We kept this people. People know about it. A few people know about it. This is real hush hush. This is real hush hush. This yeah. is not like this. That was our fight. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want. You don't want to embarrass a guy past. Yeah, the yeah. Of life. Sure, like the. Sure. Uh, yeah. So you can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't call a guy shitty. Like we're not gonna give him anything like shitty. So there, there's a line to be drawn. Oh, that's great, man. That's it's great. Right down the poo line. Yeah. Hey, well, Jake, man, um, yeah, man. I really appreciate this. Man. This is yes. awesome to have you this on, man. Uh, I appreciate it. 
we'll definitely have to chop it up again sometime. And uh, I think yeah, I, I think we were here. Yeah, I think we were gonna do this when we were in the bubble. Yeah, and yeah, um, and didn't like AG borrow your microphone? He borrowed like yeah, your yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think he was. Yeah, he was making an album was, in his uh in his uh, he was he was making music in his room. That yeah. album never dropped. Never, no, never, no. Maybe no, a song, yeah. but not the whole. Okay, still, yeah, I didn't think so. Now he's okay. trying to fight Russell Westbrook. So <laughs> good for AG. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having yep. me on. This, yeah, this was fun. Thank you so Always, much. man. Appreciate you, brother. Yep. All right, guys. Yep. All right, Catch you, bro. Good morning, good evening, good night. Yeah. Welcome to the show, what a wonderful delight. Uh, yeah, Patsy and T-Rods, better chop up on the mic. Just sit back, have a laugh, catch a vibe, and enjoy the ride. Yeah.